And we are rolling. John, how's it going? Good. I'm doing awesome. How about you? I'm stoked, man. It's been I I was thinking about it as I as I was prepping for this. I think it's been almost almost a year since we like first chatted in person. Um Right. It's been been a lot can happen in a year. A lot can change. Yeah, Slack and Twitter magic made that happen, so it was pretty cool. Oh yeah. So Usually I don't like jump into like what you're doing, but I'm, I've been watching slingshot. I'm a customer of slingshot. I've worn, I've worn your products or like the products you you guys have done and I love it. Tell me what's changed since we last talked. I think it was like March or so of, of 2021. Um, a lot. So I'm I'm one of those like careful building public guys, not because I'm like there's the competitions looming over me. We're still small, so transparently we're still very tiny. Um, I do like that. I like to see how much we can do with like as little manpower as possible. Yeah. Without like burning anybody out, of course, we have really good work weeks, work schedules. But we um, probably when we talked in March, I had not hired anybody but Jared to run our warehouse. And so my warehouse transparently and all, all of our customers now know, but I've not tried to hide it. It's just one of those things that we truly built out of a garage. It was like an internal yeah. API of yeah. let me build this thing out. And I decked it out. So I have like a really nice garage now. <laughs> so it's yep. awesome. I got this like huge garage, treated myself to a new Milwaukee, like tool chest Love that it. I can actually use now. And that was my big present to myself this summer. But um, other than that, we've, we've grown like crazy. We moved into a new space. We've um, hired someone in operations, which is my brother. He's incredible. Yep. So I've been trying to find like, what's Jamie? Um, I'll pick on him. What's his ideal role? And Jamie is a bouncer around her. Within like a year, yeah. he's learned to me, mastered, but learned like marketing, Twitter. He grew like 600 like followers in yep. two months or something. Then he's like, I'm done with that. I'm just going to talk about that now. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. he learned sales for me. Then he was doing all of our finances. And I'm like, this was when he was under the the, uh, the auspice of Hey Thunderbird, his thing. I was like, would you mind working with me again? Because we haven't worked together in forever, except for like yeah. 10 years ago in a startup we had together. And so he was like, let's just do it. So I was like, operations. So when we, we, we took a long time to make sure it was right. But I'm like, operations, I can bounce you around. Every week you're going to be doing some big exciting project that I just don't know what to do with. Yep. And if I went into the details of that, um, which we can later, he's just been killing it. So he was like just a major hire. Um, you know, when you get those hires, when you're bigger, it's more enterprise level. I've worked in all those kinds yep. of companies. It doesn't move the needle as much, but at this stage, every hire is a slow, like really intentional practice, really being careful to, to make sure we, we work together well, maybe doing some projects here and there. Um, so he came on and around in June, I believe, full time. And um, actually, maybe he started with, started in June part time. And in October, I believe, is when yeah. he signed full time with me. Um, and it's just been mind blowing. And then after that, in November, which is the one I really tweeted about, because I've just been praying for this position for three months wholeheartedly is who's going to help me take care of the customers now? Because yeah. I think a big draw for Slingshot versus our competitors has been like, we're really, really in touch with you guys. I know what's going on with you. Like, I kind of know the things you're yep. working on. And like, there's a yep. very, like, I, I feel connected with a lot of the customers. I know that's not scalable, but I preach concierge all the time to all the people I've met. Yeah. Like, 
be concierge as, as long as you can, and then automate the things that don't need that concierge touch point. And so um, this person came in and she's been incredible. We're going to do a big production, introduce her soon, but she's been taken on. She's, she's about 75% now, just in just November and December through our customer list of taking on those people. As, and again, it's not a heavy thing, but it's enough where I'm now, now able to shift over to product and marketing and yeah. Um, yeah, product, the marketing and sales, which is where I need to be full-time anyway. So yeah, that's where we're at. It's been crazy. We, and we've got a brand new space um, that we kind of scarily almost packed out most of the two rooms that we've got for this. Yeah. We're kind of expanding there. Yeah. And um, it's just been chaotically fun. I don't know how to explain it, except it's just chaos and fun. I'm having like a blast. Yeah, it's been, I, I, I've loved watching like, cause I feel like I, when, when we met, it was very early for you guys. And I've watched you like talk about like some of the new hires and then talk about the building. And that gets me so excited because I'm a remote guy, but I love watching teams build out their own spaces and the space that you guys are working in is so sweet. If you could, like, oh, yeah. I, I've seen it on Twitter. I've seen the sweet, the sweet mural you guys have. The brick is amazing. If you could tell the listeners a little bit about that, that would be awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's a late, I believe late 1800s building. Um, it's in a historic Crazy. downtown. If you could come up with like the perennial, my lights are going on and off. If you could come up with like the perennial hometown story of they're back on, um, what, what, what life <laughs> you want to live in like hometown America, USA. It's got that feel. Um, I've I, I, I joked with the I've never met him before, but the new town guy, the guy that comes around mm -hmm. and talks to everybody and makes sure you're all yep. feeling good. Um, he kind of operates more of like the business side of town. He walked by and I was like, I walked these streets. I was just being stupid. <laughs> I literally did. Like I was. Yeah. I walked these streets. I was nine years old. I'm 38 now, so I've grown up in this area. And I've always dreamed of having um, the business I sold before this was an agency in that business was across the railroad tracks at another little building. And so nice. I sold that, they moved to a, a couple towns over, but um, where we're at now, it's just like the most dreamy space. Even it's got a Coca-Cola mural that's been retouched and um, an old flower mural right beside that. And, and so much so that Coca-Cola sent a group, if you saw on Twitter a couple of weeks ago, I posted about this because I couldn't yeah. get out there, but Coca-Cola yep. was filming a commercial using our building. And so it's really, it's that nostalgic. It feels that cool when you're there. It is not just for all the people that work from home. It's not a requirement, but we have physical goods. <laughs> yep. Not every business is a SaaS startup. I'd love to say that we were yep. just that yep. uh, maybe one day. But right now we have a logistical business that's built underneath a SaaS platform. And so it's just an awesome place to be. And it's optional for people that can be optional. Um, and it's just in most. And so I'd say our team is mostly in throughout the week because they want to be there. But whenever you yep. want to go home, go. Whenever you want to come in, come. Like as long as the work's done. Hours, we don't measure by hours or metrics like that. So it's super exciting just to be in a place where you can get away from the house and, and yeah. from the co-working space from the coffee shop and just be at a place that you kind of own in quotes. Yeah. So really neat. Yeah. No, I love it. I, I think that that's, I, I think a lot about the future of work, remote work and things like that. And I think that that in person as an option that's great. You know, like to have a space where people can go, especially when you're not a completely like you can't do everything from home. You can't, you can't ship Possibly, me my, yeah. 
my sweatshirt from home. You got to have a place like there. You, you have physical goods. You have to be doing things like that. And it's not realistic to expect like, okay, John, you're going to receive everything. You're going to do it in your, in your home office and that's your job. And then everyone else is, is at their house. It's just not realistic. And so I would have quit already. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Finding that balance for me. is awesome. Yeah. Well, on the theme of Coca-Cola, I'm really curious to know what soda you're drinking. I'm, you're going to hate me tonight. I actually got a Sprite bottle. Okay. I just like, I want to try this, like the cane sugar um, yeah. Sprite bottle. And then I did not bring it with me. So now I'm like, I'm relegated to my, my water jug. It is one that we made for a customer that got dented. I had to have remates. I was like, if it's not perfect in the warehouse, it doesn't leave our warehouse. So mm-hmm. I'm like, here's some free Yeti uh, chug mugs that we got. I just filled it full of water. I was like, man, I was supposed to bring this cool soda that I had and I don't have it tonight. Yeah. Total yeah, letdown. John, John, this is a ver- a first <laughs> in startup soda history is is no no soda for my guest. It's okay. I have two, so I'll drink one for both of what us. What are they? I just have I my fridge was getting bare. I just have Diet Pepsi, Pepsi today. Diet That's Pepsi awesome. always. Right. Yeah. I'm a it's what I grew up drinking. Um, my dad always drank Diet Pepsi. And so it's just kind of like an acquired taste. I don't think of Diet Pepsi as like the, it's not my favorite soda, but I right. almost always have it in the fridge because it's, it's, it's like just an good. easy soda. Yeah, it's relatable. Yeah. That oh, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So we're doing Diet Pepsi I tonight. I should have guessed maybe. that real quick. I should have guessed that with your Canes hat because I am dying to try Canes. We have Zaxby's and uh, mm-hmm. what's this new one? It's Otters. So we have Zaxby's and Otters down here, which I've heard, and everybody's gonna be like, "No!" Like the blasphemous conversation <laughs> is that they're the same. But I have heard they are the same in, in similar offerings, and I want to try them. So I'm like, Canes, everybody raves about. I'm like, and they're all like, Zaxby's sucks. Canes is better. I'm like, I haven't had it, and I, I'm a pretty. I feel like I'm an unbiased like yeah. purveyor of food, competitive food. So <laughs> yep. I'll be like, I'll, I'll be honest if it's good or not. But uh, I've got to figure out how to get to a cane. So maybe if I come visit, we'll figure that out. Yeah, there's so Canes is tricky. There's one in, I feel like you're pretty close. I just they must not have made it at that far east because I know they have them in New Orleans and they're all over Texas. The closest one to my house is five hours away, so I don't get mm. it very often. I only get it a few times a year. Yeah, but, it's a little far. Yeah, but anytime I go to Arizona, which is a handful of times a year, I get it. Um, and it's incredible, but. I've heard I've heard good things about Zaxby's, so I'll have to try Zaxby's, and you can try Canes, and we can compare. Yeah, I've, I've compared Otters and Zax. I'm like they're they're all trying to do the same thing. It's just brands, yep. but yeah, it's yeah. There's definitely likes and loves. Usually the sauces are where they win in their independence. Yep. But yeah, sounds good. I'll try it one day. Deal, deal. You had to let me know when you do. I I've tried not tried, but like unintentionally become kind of like the raising Canes guy on Twitter. And anytime somebody mentions raising canes, I think like 90% of the time someone tags me like, Oh yeah, Nate, you like raising canes. And I wear <laughs> like, you I wear, it. yeah, exactly. And I, exactly. And I wear canes hats to like work and yeah, it's, it's become a part of my identity. So just, that's funny. Cause nobody would ever be caught dead wearing like a Zaxby's or otters that shows the brand. Yeah. That makes, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I'm bummed that you don't have a soda, but what is your favorite soda? Um, my wife, it's weird when I, after, so I won't go too far back, 
but it does make sense. I always hated Dr. Pepper. Like it's just not yep. something I craved at all. I was like, whatever, it's not, not good to me, but I lost my job at an agency and they were super good to me, um, provided me a MacBook. This is forever ago. Um, and even sent me leads, like stuff they could not do that I had done, which is UI UX. And that's yeah. how I started Black Airplane. I got a few customers and I won Coca-Cola. And then long story short, you know, three, four years later, I sold it. But I lost like a ton of weight because my wife was like, you know what? You just lost your job. You want to go do Black Airplane full time? Because I was getting, not like I'm some big star at this point, but I was getting offers from really good companies you would know. Yeah. I was really excited about. And I was like, I really just want to do my own thing. Like that's been my bug for forever. I've had done startups before and after that, but never full time. And uh, my wife's incredible, awesome, supportive. And she was like, just go do it. Like we can make it, we're fine. And so it was, yeah. I, I announced that I was having my son with fanfare the day before I got let go. <laughs> so I had, a, I had, I'm a pretty optimistic guy. Like I'm always in this kind of mode. Um, and I, I went home, had like a, I remember exactly where I was at. I had like a little pity party on the back porch for say five minutes. I was letting my dog out, out back. Yep. And I came inside and said, let's go. And I started building a brand, black airplane, et cetera. And in that, my wife was like, we're going to start eating from home and just being smart and just kind of buckling down to prepare because yep. our kid was coming in three months. And so yep. um, at, at that point, she was like, let's do these like sandwich thins or like these little thin pieces of bread. And we we're eating the same thing almost like every day. It was like <laughs> really, really like healthy and yep. paired with these little mini Dr. Peppers, which are very prevalent now. But it was like when they first started yep. coming out. And I got into like Dr. Pepper. So right now, long story short, that is like become my thing. I, I mean, they're, like their little perks program where you <laughs> you try to hurt <laughs> stuff to get yes. stupid crap. I'm like. I love giveaways as much as I sell giveaways. Yep. I love them. So I'm yep. in their little, like, whenever you buy Dr. Peppers, I had one tonight um, with, with our dinner and I could put that with something. So it's just, that's become my thing. Weirdly enough, that yeah. stupid story led me to Dr. Pepper. I love it. I love it. I, I, it's interesting. Like I say this every episode, but it's so fun to hear people's stories. Cause the, the farther, the more episodes I go on, the better I, I've gotten about like pulling stories out of people about the their favorite soda and things like that, or more willing people right. are to share. And like the last person I interviewed, his his mom fell in love with Diet Mountain Dew because she worked at the jail, and the sheriff stocked the fridge, and that's all that they stocked was Diet Mountain Dew. So she fell in love with <laughs> Diet Mountain awesome. Dew, and you just get to hear these like sweet stories right. of how people fell in love with soda. And to most people, you're like, who cares? It's just soda. But like to me, soda is like a huge, like cultural, like part of like how I identify as a person is like, I am a soda drinker. I love to drink soda. That's awesome. I, and it's something that I can bond with people over. And like, now I know that you like Dr. Pepper. And like, if we were in the same place and I was going to get a soda, I'd be like, Hey John, you want me to get you Dr. Pepper? <laughs> and you'd be like, heck yeah, right. man. And it's just fun. Um, but more important, well, you know, I am three three points away from earning chocolate Dr. Pepper, which I know is going to taste terrible. Ooh, yeah, that, that's how you know that I'm in. I'm in. Like I'm really should have yeah. shown up tonight, but I am in the <laughs> Pepper Points program where I will. The only way you can get it, it's exclusive to this program, is to buy Dr. Pepper and then you get chocolate soda or chocolate Dr. Pepper at the end of this. It's going to taste like trash. Yeah, but I want to try it. So yeah, I'm three points away. There you go. That, I love it. I love it. There's that level of commitment to soda. I respect. I'm, 
I'm very much in the the I'm more committed to the distributor of the soda. So Maverick gas station, my favorite gas station. They have great fountain sodas. I take my cup and I get a refill for like a dollar eight. And I do that like a few days a week at least, but like I got to do, I got to go there cause I get my punch cards and then I can get my free one every, like every other week or so. Loyalist. Exactly. Like the loyalty pays off because I get, I did like all the math on how to like, buy soda the cheapest so then right. that's the, actually the cheapest way so for me at least but what is your your least favorite soda i don't know i shouldn't say this because i worked for them or worked with them and for them for so long uh coca-cola honestly of, of the ones they've got they've got worse flavors around the world because if yeah. you've ever been if you've ever come to georgia atlanta You've got to go to the world of Coke because you get to try like all yeah. these like insane amount of flavors. They're all like, oh, that's gross. Gross. Yep. Gross. Like, that's what you're doing the whole time. But it's just super cool. The nostalgia is like unbelievable. And so um, Coke, like the basic Coke, unless I have it with like vanilla ice cream, like in a float somewhere, it's just, yeah. I don't get it. I don't get the hype. I don't get the flavor, but I love the brand. So like I'm in love with the brand. Yeah, like the flavor of Coke. It's like I realized how they branched out because there's, that's just not my thing. Yeah, no, I feel the same way. I think I, I, you couldn't pay me enough money to drink like a can of regular Coke. It makes my teeth yeah. feel all gritty, and I could, I could stomach Diet Coke. It's fine, but like regular Coke, no. But it's the branding. It's similar to me with Red Bull. Like I love Red Bull's branding. Right. Oh, they're they're yeah. incredible. I would rather drink like water than drink a red bull like i think that they taste terrible i don't like they're them at awful all. but i like if you gave me a red bull sticker i'd put that sucker anywhere like i don't yeah. care like you can give me a free red bull i'll probably like drink it just because i want to look cool like it's that's a brand it's the branding's with, so, incredible yeah, i get it yeah like that 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 i'm sure you have like some dream customers i can't imagine doing swag for red bull that'd be so cool uh, I just like, I feel like we'd go so out of the box. Um, oh yeah. Like we do, we do claim this too. It's like, we're not a slap your brand on something um, yep. type of company, but we can do that. And a lot of customers want to go safe because your audience wants safe. Um, yep. Your most, your audience is going to wear something. If it's something like, you know, it's clean, it's nice. I can wear it to the park. So we're very careful like to not push too far outside of that. But there's some customers we have, um, won't name them now, but you know some. They're really cool that are just willing to little push a little bit past that and make something more yeah. wild. And their customers don't realize they they actually want that. They want something a little yep. outside of that. So I can imagine that like Red Bull would be one of those ones that's pushing so hard that we would be doing oh, like yeah. absolutely insane designs. Hopefully not just sticking their logo on shirts. But um Oh yeah. It's no they're it's super cool. When I went to when I was was at ASU. I'd get off the bus a lot of times. I rode the bus from one campus to the other and I'd know where the Red Bull, the little Red Bull Mini Cooper would park. Right. And so then when I saw it, they have like the big old giant Red Bull can on the back. And then the Red Bull girls would get out with the Red Bull backpacks. And like, anytime I saw it, I would know like, okay, like I got to keep my eyes peeled because there's free Red Bull around here. Right. I, like I said, don't even like Red Bull, but free red bull and it's cool like it's just such an experience and they have like the backpacks are so sweet and the car like red bull branding amazing love it we were we were in a band um my brother and i actually so we've, we've been connected for a long time other than just brothers but 
uh, <laughs> we were in a band and we went to a concert one night, some kind of concert series and the Red Bull uh, Mini Cooper showed up. This was like forever ago and was just like yeah. handing them out. I was like, this tastes like trash. And we're all <laughs> smiling as we yep. click them together and show each other. I was like, this is the worst. Like it's terrible. Yep. Doesn't go with yep. anything. And, uh, but their brand is sick. So totally good. Oh, yeah. It's incredible what branding can do. Um, right. Last, last soda question for you. And then we'll, we'll jump sure. into some, some startup stuff, but what's your favorite soda medium? So do you like soda in a bottle in a can from a fountain, something else? Um, I would say it's best in a tall can. Okay. I don't know why it tastes good to me, but it's like in the plastic, like in, after 10 minutes of sitting there, it's lost its luster, yeah. more foamy than the cold. But in those tall cans or even the mini, like the mini cans is what we even, if we ever bring soda to the house now, like in bulk, it's going to be those little ones. Mm -hmm. um, those, it's just like just enough, just perfect to go with the meal. It's not some big thing when you're eating at home and um, they, they, they try to really sell you on the calories, but it just tastes really yeah. good all the way from top to bottom versus a plastic bottle, which I'll always leave. Oh yeah. This oh, much yeah. less. The last the quarter of a, of a bottle, might as well just throw it in the trash. Yeah. Right. I think I think I probably should make the jump to to the mini cans because I always end up leaving like I don't know twenty percent of the the soda in there because yeah, I, I never it. finish. Or, yeah, like I get I get distracted and then I come back to it and it's warm and the mini cans you right. can just down those suckers pretty quick. Yeah, my funny is my wife. She's like, well, I'll I'll have those and I do like Dr Pepper. Like that's my go to now. But yeah, I'll um leave those with something and she's like what are you doing like that's like, <laughs> like said, i'm 6'4 230 so i'm not a small yeah. guy but <laughs> those little cans i just don't finish them. she's like what's the deal i'm like i don't know it's just it's good with the meal, but just chugging it without it's just too intense but yeah. it's so good with food like it's a very it's weird to say it, like it pairs so well but it does with most of these places we go to yeah love it love it well, I appreciate you um, talking soda with me. It's always fun to get people to hear people get excited. It's fun. Right. Um, tell me. So we we have obviously talked a lot about Slingshot, and because I know what we're talking about, it makes sense. But I, <laughs> right. some, of, some of the listeners might not know what Slingshot is and what you guys do. So I'd love to just start there and and kind of give give the listeners your like. 30 second sales pitch or whatever. Right. And I actually posted a tweet, which I'm saying viral. It's viral for me because none of my stuff goes viral. So this one happened too, because I was just saying things that suck and who was yeah. solving them. I just kind of mentioned a few companies. And so I was like, what we solve is like swag is awesome. Like you love swag. Yep. I love it. We oh, all yeah. carry it around. It's super cool. It's fun. Like get my brand out there from both sides of it, wearing it, receiving it, or giving it is super fun. But like the actual process of setting that up, packing the boxes, yep. running them down to the post office, printing out labels, standing in line, doing customs forms because most of our companies have international people. Yep. Everybody's distributed now, so you got to ship everything out. So all of that sucks. Like I've used that word very oh, yeah. candidly because it's the case. It sucks. Yep. So um, I got really excited. We built a company that um, quickly we designed a doorstep. We'll design it for you. We'll set it all up. We'll deal with the vendors. We'll deal with all the storage, the shipping, the manufacturing, 
Um, and all the little crazy things, as you even know, right now we're dealing with yep. our third vendor to get one thing done yep. for you because I want it done right. And it's just, yep. you have to really, really nitpick that stuff. And, and you can do it yourself. Like you might say, you know what, this hourly employee is, or even salary employee, that's kind of what they do in their job too. But if you were to quantify that with money, you're really wasting a lot of money when they could be doing something more exciting, oh, yeah. more proficient oh, yeah. at the time. And so we, at the end of the day, we just want you to be excited about giving away things. Um, so we've set up a giveaway page, you give out a code and in 15 seconds or less, your customers can claim a gift. You never have to ask their sizes. You never have to ask any information from them. And at the end of that, you can ask them for something fun. Like I want them to go check out uh, my company. I want them to jump on a Calendly call. I want them to go tweet about something. It's all optional and we have very high conversion rates there. So we've really set up this cool giveaway platform. And then underneath that, we handle everything that sucks about setting up a swag giveaway and fulfilling. Yeah. Um, so that, that's really yeah. it in a nutshell. Yeah. I, so I, we at Peachy, we were using Slingshot to do our first ever um, swag, which is I'm very, very excited about. I've, right. I've, but I've been on the other side. So when I was at FinTech today, about a year ago, my job was putting together the hats and we did some shirts and some other things like that. And we talked about it and, and I, you were really helpful. And I found somebody that they were really helpful. They did, um, they helped us print and they helped do some of the shipping and stuff like that. And the, the company, the company we worked with to do it, they were great. And I, I still like right. recommend them to people. If you're, if you just want to yeah. do a bulk order, like they're good. And they even like, they did, they don't usually ship stuff out, but they're like, we'll help you. But it was a pain, yeah, sure. like, like all of it just from like figuring out, okay, what is the best color and what is the best hat? And okay. Going back and forth with, okay, which, which product do you want? Okay. Here are all the addresses. Okay. I don't, I don't have all of the addresses yet. So give me a second. Let me like update the form every week. It all sucked. And like, honestly, right. getting getting this peachy swag, getting like that ball ready to hand off to you. It sucked too, because I had like, well, I'm sure all yeah. of these, I have all these addresses in like a Google sheet that I'm trying to like make it line up and make it work and figure out, okay, who's getting what, and then who on our team is getting what. And at the end of it, I was like, this would have been so much easier to just be like, Hey, slingshot. <laughs> We want to do we shirts. Just set Here are our designs. Exactly. And like that, yeah. the thing is like, I did it. So Yak sent me a, a sweatshirt. They sent me the link. Right. I filled it out. It took, it literally did take me 15 seconds and I got it like, I don't know, three or four days later, perfectly packaged. Like it was the right size. Like it was great quality, like wear it all the time. And that experience as a customer, amazing. Like as somebody who's like, oh, I just want, I want some swag. That's so much better than me emailing you and being like, hey, can I get your, can you fill out this Google form that <laughs> yeah. I put together? Okay. They click on it. And then I'm like, okay, I need your name and your address. And then what shirt size do you want? And then we're going to put that into a spreadsheet. And then I'm going to organize all of those. It's just, it's, it's a nightmare for, for the company and for the, the customer. And like swag, I think should be fun. And you guys make it fun. You make it enjoyable. You make it delightful. I'm all about it. Yeah, we and we've we've tried to like um, Jamie and I were actually talking today just about our new sales initiatives for 2022. Is we've grown completely. This is not a bragging thing because we're not huge probably because of this, um, but we've grown healthily this whole time. Is 
I've never done outbound sales. Like literally, yeah. like today, you and a few other people, I was just like blown away by this. But it, I woke up this morning to people talking to this guy from Todoist about Slingshot. And this happens a few times a month in this way where I'm just like, every time I'm like just blown away. People are going to bat for me and our yeah. team before you've even talked to the person. And I think we have to really protect our character for that reason. So we've got to be really mm -hmm. good to everybody because we've spread because of uh, people like you talking about us. Like just saying, go check them out. And an intro is like, you're 10 times more likely to convert someone if there's an oh, intro, yeah. even if it's like, just go check them out. Like something simple like yep. that. And so when we don't even have to ask people to do it, it's so, so like mind blowing. Like my mind, my, my smile was like huge. Tonight my wife was like, what's, what happened today? What was good? I was like, I just got to tell you about this thing that happened this morning when I woke up. Like it was little, I came into work and there was these like tweets going back and forth. And yep. this afternoon y'all were piling on. It was just so cool. And I'm like, I didn't have to beg or ask. I hope it, it we just created this like culture and group of people that have really like just started to work and uplift each other. They're also building really cool businesses. Um, and so we all kind of want to see each other succeed, but we also have to back that up with a really incredible work. So yep. our whole goal, I come from a UX background. When you said that like the things that speak to me when you just talked was like, you know, this was easy to me. I was doing all this work and now I'm not, I would love for you to get excited about the call to actions. And I want all of our customers to go like, you know what? I converted more people or I got more sales or, more people jumped into our Discord. This stuff's happening. Like we track all of that, yep. by the way. But yep. people really are just like, I don't want to do the work anymore. It sucks. The work sucks. The other little features you have are super cool. Like ROI on giving away swag is neat. I've never heard of that before, but it's not the initial yep. thing. So Jamie, I told Jamie today, I'm like, I'm tired of like trying to make that the thing. Like they're going to find that out when they start working with us, how cool that feature is. So what yep. you just said encapsulates perfectly from both ends of the aisle. Um, why it's exciting. It's like, I didn't have to do the work, which Nate just did. He knows it sucks. Yep. Even though he's trying it to do sucks, a good thing, yeah. right? It's terrible. Yeah. Yep. But what if you, yeah. I get paid too much money to do that. <laughs> that's yeah, it's stupid. And so if Nate was like every week, um, for example, peachy pay is going to do like every week we want to do a cool new giveaway or every month we want to do yep. a giveaway. If Nate had to think through that, I'm talking in third person here, had to think yep. through doing that every single like, Oh gosh, I got to go plan that whole thing again. But if he was like, you've already got information, just send them a link and a code. Yeah, That would be ready in your hands within 24 hours. You've got that code. You send it out. Nothing else has to happen. So it keeps the excitement on you that I can keep loving on my people, me being Nate. And my people can yep. keep getting excited like Nate did with Yak. So it's like it creates this very cyclical bond. Um, you paid for it. So we do charge, obviously, for the, the yep. people of Cardiff Services Magic. I'm like, no, there's real people doing these things. We've just like operationalized the crap out of this thing to make it work yep. so smoothly, but it, it's hard. It's hard to do. Nobody wants to do it. That's why I like, I'm so excited to take on a scary logistical business when everybody else that I'm working with is doing SaaS, which I love. I've done them. Yep. Um, the logistics part, if we were just the platform, man, I would be like, it'd just be so much easier for us personally because we've made that thing so frictionless. But man, the back inside is what we're always trying to tweak and yep. deal with customs and COVID and storage and buildings and different like returns and vendors. So it's like all the stuff that y'all don't want to deal with as people, we've taken that on and operationalized it. So that's really kind of our magic in quotes when it's really just people. Yep. And I, and I think that that backend piece of it is like, from my perspective, it's at least half of the value proposition because that quality control aspect of it, I've done a lot of, merch stuff, a lot of like clothing sales and things like that. in in the past, like I've used Printful, 
a bunch and it's hot trash and you never know yeah, what you're going to get. Right. You never know. You never know like who's going to print your stuff. And sure. You can like give me a layer that makes it easy for me to like automate shipping stuff out. But like for me, where, it, where it really turns a corner is like, it's the higher quality because there is this, this person, there's these people on the back end that are saying, Hey, this mug's not right. Like you, right. you got to do something else. If, if you can't do this, then we'll go to someone else. And like, that's where like, I think swag can really fall short is when you get a piece of a piece of swag that you're like, I'm not going to wear this. Like I have some in my closet. <laughs> that like this has a hole in it. I wore it one time. Like I'm not, I'm probably not going to wear this again. And then, then like the ROI on your swag, like you're, if, if your t-shirts in someone's closet, it's not doing its job. Nothing. And I just, I love the quality aspect of it. The, the concierge part of it where it's like, Hey, like, I'm sorry, it's going to be a little longer than we wanted, but we're going to get it right. That's really important to me. Yeah. And if I, if we're trying to balance that out, if like, I, and we'll use you as an example, if that's okay, because it's just easy. Yeah. Totally. Um, contextual. If I, if I were to say, and so Nate sent me these great designs and are complicated designs because we have to distill some of those prints down to certain color patterns um, yep. that we're able to print because you can do full color on stuff and it looks like garbage sometimes. You really need to find out. What's the way? So one of the things that Nate sent was, was uh, we just still done the three colors and we removed literally three colors, no overlays, no patterns where it feels like really right, nice and rich, only using three colors and went through multiple vendors. And this has been a long, for me, a long time because I want to get things in and out, but a long process yeah. to make sure this thing looks right. Imprint sizes can be wrong. They claim they can do. And you see the, the proof it's not right. Um, the imprint colors are wrong. The imprint size plus colors are wrong. And so now on this last proof I got today for our third vendor that we've worked with on this, um, and this, this is normal. Like, and so Nate knows this, if you go through, you're, you're really trying to find the person that works well on an yep. individual type product and um, with a certain print pattern. Um, Cause if it was one color for Nate, it would be so easy yep. for me to do, but we want to do colors and make it pretty. So with that, um, you have to go through a lot of vendor conversations. You just can wear people out as I'm over talking it now. That's what it <laughs> feels like when yep. you're dealing with vendors. Yep. It's just like, a lot of stuff. And so we try to not even include Nate. So Nate would just get a thing like, Hey, working on it. Here's where we're at. Nate gives me a thumbs up or says, sounds good. And that's what we usually yep. expect is we're on it. Yep. Um, and that, that's really that concierge aspect is not including Nate in the, in the garbage to make him also be weighed down, but to lift him up and just kind of let him know and apprise him of a situation we're working yeah. on, which really kind of keeps the quality um, high for us. Oh, totally. And I think like for me, half of the, I, I had some other people that my boss was like, Hey, look into, look into printing or having these people print. Like they came recommended. I called this place three, four, five times, emailed them multiple times. I never heard back from them. And so like for me to be able to be in a Slack channel with you and like send you a message and be like, Hey, like, can I just check in? Like, what, how are we looking? It's <laughs> yeah. just so nice, man. It's so nice to be able to like get a response in the same day. Super helpful. Like, isn't that I'm weird that you can it. do that? Right. <laughs> so I, 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 like, no, I, I uh, used to, uh, it sounds funny. I did not sell my uh, design agency. I even took it off my stuff because I didn't sell it for like all this money. So when people came out of the woodwork, no joke, because I'm friends with a lot of designers now, um, especially yep. because of this Creative South, um, which I'm attending this year. But I'm friends with a lot of designers now. I met so many people over the last like seven, eight years that were in the design community. I had no idea there were design celebrities. Just like there's yeah. now VCs that are like known. There's yep. like designers and business people that are known. I'm not known. 
Um, but when I sold my business, I wrote a blog about it more to tell the story of what we're doing now yep. to show the value proposition. And it got all this stuff on medium. It was really cool. It was an exciting story to tell. Um, it's something I've been working on so hard and all these people started kind of coming out of the woodwork, not bad, just saying like, how do I also replicate that? How do I also yep. sell? And I was giving them kind of this like lame advice, but I was seriously like, and I, I've, I've been saying this for real to anyone I talk to about any business is, um, do what you say you're going to do. Hopefully go above and beyond, but what's going to put you in that top 10% is stupid, silly. Yeah. Do what you say you're going to do and you claim, and then just respond. Like just, yep. just be good at communication and respond on time. That's going to put you in the top 10% of whatever industry you're in. And it sounds ridiculous. So when you say like that, why, why I'm being silly when you're like, oh my gosh, you get a response in the same day. It's like, <laughs> that is un for you to say that yep. it's unheard of. And that's dumb that it's like that, but it's great for me because it puts us way above um, our competitors because we can do that. We're quick to respond. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's really incredible. Like it's what, what we were talking about before with, with, before we re hit record with Apple, like I've been so frustrated because they're just not like, they didn't do what they said they were going to do. And that's something right? that, like that just really separates the good from the bad. If you just deliver what, like what we talk about, I'm happy. Like the bar is, I think in a lot of cases, like the bar is way lower and you stand really out is. just by like being accountable and doing what you say you're going to do. Silly stuff. It, it's weird. Yeah. Well, it, it's, so, really that, it's really that silly to me too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd love to hear. So you're, I didn't know that I was going to ask this question, but as you're talking, it. it made me really curious. You do, you worked at an agency or you started an agency, you had your own agency. Now you're doing the startup route, which I think, at least from my perspective, very different beasts. You're building, building in a completely different way. I think. Um, is there similarities? Is there differences? What What is that? Was that like? Yeah. Um, without going into too much detail, when I work back at, um, I, I had my office in Ackworth, and that's where I'm at now. But it's a small town. Like, not, not nobody's like. It's not the SaaS capital of the world. I'm yeah. a little here. And <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> they're not looking for those types of features. And so I did win Coke when I was there, which was super cool. Um, but it was hard to, to kind of really show off because back then working remotely was not as cool as it is now yeah. um, and is normal. And so I went to a co-op space, which is incredible. If you ever come to Atlanta, anybody that's in Atlanta, um, it is Switchyards. And I was one of the first I tenants. I was there when I, I, I followed them there. They're awesome. Oh, really? I don't okay. go with, I'm, yeah, I'm not in Atlanta, but they look sweet. And I've just like followed them on everything because they're awesome. so cool. Yeah. And so I, I basically, I met with them. They were really being careful to take on the new, like the new businesses that would be there because they knew it would establish a culture yep. of what their place was. And so my buddy and I, I just hired him in, I think, March of that year. I can't remember when they launched, but it was cold. I remember that. We were doing tours of the building and it was this old abandoned, like, place they bought in the heart of downtown Atlanta. And I've been by there a million times and I, I didn't know what they were going to do with it. So anyways, I, long story short, I, they approved us. We went down there, met twice with them, had a long phone. It was like a cool, long process. We got approved. We went in there and set up shop in there. And I started saying, it sounds like a cocky thing. I didn't do this. I was just so, I'm, this is my hobby. So and startups are my hobby. So uh, my wife knows how annoying I get about them. <laughs> And Mine so <laughs> it's, it's awesome. It's my favorite thing to talk about. So basically I started saying in their Slack, um, it's when Slack had first started. I said, I will be down 
um, these days this week. So I wouldn't go work. I was still working at home some, but yep. it was just an hour drive for me. I was like, or 45 minutes. I was like, I'll be down these days. I would love if anybody wants to bring their app to me that they're working on because everybody's doing consumer apps there. Yep. And you know, those are not the most lucrative apps um, across the board, like historically or percentage wise versus yeah. like B2B. Um, but they're the most fun. Like, and now we're starting to blend those. You're starting to see some really yep. cool blends, but um, a la what you are doing. And so yep. it was one of those things that was super, super cool and unique. So I would say, if y'all just want to show it to me, it's not like I'm this, the most expert guy out there, but I promise you we'll have a lot of fun. We'll talk. And I, every time I would get those bookings set up for free, it was so much fun just talking about those. I would set them up where it was like hours I didn't have to work. And um, the similarities are, it's very consultative in the way that we do our business now. Um, we're going to automate that. The first year of anybody starting any of these these types of businesses is you want to be very concierge, as I preach all yeah. the time, but also very consultative because you're trying to learn and you want it yep. to be deliberate and harsh. I'm not talking about you're going out and ask people questions. I've done that where you go uh, yep. mask the whole city. I did that with MailChimp and all the other startups here in Atlanta before I started Slingshot. None of them are customers today, by the way, Nate. So mm -hmm. it doesn't always work out like that. Yep. Um, but I, they were all opting in like, yeah, let's go. We want this feature. And then when you actually launch the feature, it's my, it might not be what they think. Yep. So if you start concierge and slow and lead and guide people, you'll find out what they hate, what they like. And we realized we had built this big, massive system, both at Black Airplane and here. Black Airplane was the agency um, that were very consultative in nature. But we started learning pe what people want. It was super incredibly easy, which sounds silly when you're building an MVP, especially when you're bootstrapping. <laughs> which is scary. Yep. Um, yep. My wife knows that bootstrapping is scary. <laughs> yep. When you're bootstrapping and, and leveraging your own bank account, building something that makes a dollar can make you $2, four, yep. six, eight. You know, you just keep doing yep. you know multiples there, which I did the multiples wrong. But that's just like, it's the easiest way to do it. So very much aligned towards when I worked with Coke and um, tons of like tons of the startups and enterprise companies here in Atlanta is it was consultative. You go sit with them you wouldn't just provide them with this like exact mapping one-to-one. -one. You would go sit with them, find out what the needs are, even find out what their budget was. And just kind of like really build them more something that you knew they would brag on you for when you were done, yep. which means you might cut out budget that benefits you. So it's very similar yep. to how we're doing this with Slingshot is we had somebody contact us today because that tweet storm. Um, yep. It was like, hey, I want to work with you guys, but I need to know what the minimum is. And my yep. minimum was very low. I was like, yeah, we can do that. He told me the minimum. I was like, yeah, totally can do that for you. We'll make it work out, but kind of like really taking care of those people. Like I did when I was at the agency, serving them first. Um, it's not cause I'm like, I'm such a servant, but <laughs> just serving them with yeah. what they actually want and need. Um, it's weird. Again, we're going to be silly here. It's weird when you serve people and take care of them, that they'll continue to use you and they'll grow that account with you because it'll be successful versus you've overbuilt a solution and they work with you one time. Oh yeah. Um, that's kind of the similar, the biggest similarity is really serving people consultatively. Um, uh, to learn and then automating what's consistent throughout those experiences. Yeah. yeah. So I want to pause real quick because that, that like consultative and that cert, like the, it's that old like adage, like if you give value, it's maybe it's not an adage. I don't know. It's just like when you're giving value to people, it's going to come back around and right. like literally like that's proven to be true. Like with dollar bills, because you shared an hour of your time with me like 10 months ago. And then here we are a year later right. and using, using slingshot. And like, like you said, like I'm always, anytime someone asks about swag, I'm like, Oh yeah, my friend, John. Like, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. They, 
Well, and it's it's because like you added value, you served, you you made an impression by being consultative, by asking me questions and by trying to add value. And even though I didn't end up using you for that project, I still was blown away by your helpfulness and like the, what you were offering. And then so I'm like, just because I've, I never used it doesn't mean that I that it isn't, <laughs> right, it isn't a, good, yeah. exactly like it wasn't the solution that I needed for this specific project, but when it is, I'm going to use it. And here we are. And I just think like, that's something that as you're talking, I'm listening and thinking about like, okay, at Peachy, how can we take kind of that mindset and do that better? Or are we aligned with that? Because I think it's really true. Like we've tried so hard to learn from our early customers and we've learned a lot, but you almost can't, you can, I think, do that too much of like, if they say one thing and then you, and then you just swing all the way and swing all the way. But like being really focused on that and having that mindset, especially in the beginning, it's, it changes everything. And like, we've learned a lot and I think we'll continue to learn a lot by really listening to what these early customers are doing. And I love it. Yeah. Building products around, um, one of my favorite things that I'm not saying I teach them. I always say this kind of stuff. Like I'm, I'm this big, like (laughs) person out there. I'm not, I'm just me. John the poet. Yeah. I'm not in Atlanta. (laughs) I claim it. I'm an Aqua Georgian. I love it. I'm a small town. I'm a small town guy, but when I meet with people that want to learn that have not learned said things that we're talking about, um, like you said, just serving them, not acting like you don't, I'm, I'm not saying you would never have time for people because you do need to choose wisely. If someone's really, I've worked with people even this year that have just, they're knocking at the door too much and they're doing it not in a way that's that they're appreciating my time. They're almost yep. doing it like they're trying to take from me. And yep. so there's times you might cut that off, but it, it, in in the way that, that you're serving people, especially your customers on the early age, like don't be afraid to get out there and really, really, really not ask them what they want, but just like let them rant about the suckiest problem about whatever you're working on. Not yeah. about, would you like this product? Would you like to use this feature? I have seen so many products overbuilt. I mean, my brother, it's like our joke is just we watch like people raise all this money, not saying we never will. But by the way, I'm going to announce here, we have a pitch deck finally built, fully fleshed awesome. out, has been looked at by some good people because now we have something that if you threw a bunch of money at Slingshot right now, we're ready to like blow up. But before that, not saying we're not going to stay bootstrapped. We have both paths ready. We have built yep. both plans out very, very, very painstakingly. So Jamie yep. does that too, uh, my brother. But um, we worked really hard to kind of provide that. But we also know that like a lot of, a lot of our people that we watch and admire are building really cool things, but they're just trying everything and they've yet to really find their footing. Um, there's nothing wrong with that at all. If somebody's willing to throw money at you to just try a ton of things, that's what yeah. VCs look for too. Yeah. Um, they do look for that 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 iteration. Um, but for us, we really wanted to make sure, this is just a personal belief for us, and we really want to make sure that we built out something that people were using, that they got value from, that then if we throw money at it, it's just yep. a scalability helper. Like it really just helps yep. us propel. And it's because this first, if you were to get behind the scenes at Slingshot and go, wow, that was easy. Nate got that yak shirt or, or sweatshirt within three days. And, and they keep sending us all these cool people that are wearing all these things, yak specifically. They're just awesome. Um, you might go, man, that was just so smooth. And I'm like, no, dude, there was like so many people working on that. It's good and so many conversations, but it feels smooth. That's how it should feel. But the pain was solved, right? On both yep. ends. And that's what you really focus on. What's the suckiest part of this thing that you're doing? What's the suckiest thing about the end user and what they're doing? What you have a two-sided marketplace to you are working on. It's like, yep. what does that look like? 
what's the sucky thing they're dealing with? Not, not what features would they use? What are the suckiest things they're dealing with? If you solve that and kind of like, um, we've been working on our brand voice, kind of lower yourself to that. We don't have it all together, but I promise you we're working on that sucky thing that you are. It's almost like they feel that like, oh, dude, they're yeah. like, they really got us. And to speak to what you said, it wasn't I put on a facade. I'm, I'm as me now as I am when we talk back then. But <laughs> yep. you were like, hey, I need some help. I didn't know if you're going to use this or not, but we jumped on a call and I didn't go, man, I hope this comes back around to help me later. But if you, like you said, if you do that, it does. Like most yep. people just want to cheer for you. They want to see you succeed. They want to even see you succeed about, I'm not going to pull up any other names, but I have now, this is funny for Twitter's sake. Let's say seven times, seven times on Twitter, a certain company has been tagged alongside of us. And I love them. They're incredible. They're doing great things. In seven times out of the seven times that I have been tagged in this, I have won those deals. Nice. And I think it's, it's not because I'm some super salesman. This company keeps saying they'll then they'll, they'll respond and then tag their salespeople and then they'll tag their account managers. And it's very formulaic in that way. I'm just like, let's just talk. Yep. And, that, and it brings the guard down. Uh, I'm not saying it's going to work on every deal um, against this company or any other company, but it's just kind of like being like, I'm in the weeds with you, dude, like whatever you need or, or how can I help you out? I'm with you. And that brings the guard down. People drop that and they're like, yeah, let's just talk. And they're in my DMs. We're having a conversation with some pretty mind blowing conversations I've had with people because it's oh, yeah. like, I don't want to go through all that sales stuff. Like yep. just talk to me. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I won't even sell you. Like, and you know, this, I yep. am not going to force you to, to sit. Maybe I should, maybe that's something I should do. <laughs> but, but I'm hoping that later on you feel like I served your need, even if it was just a conversation, you're like, yeah, I'm gonna go with those guys. Like, even if John, John and those guys seem scrappy and little, I'm making this up. Like, if that's our story, I don't care. Yeah. Let's own that because we know they're going to get the job done. I think that's like the differentiator yep. when you're small and starting that out. Yeah. I love that. I love it. Um, this is always so fun. I, it's, it's really? fun yeah. to, it's fun to like, Twitter's this weird place where there's like a lot of negativity on it and, there's a lot of stuff that like I'll see tweets that like really grind my gears. Right. But it's actually really it's a really beautiful place in a lot of ways because there's a lot of people like I would say like both of us who just want to watch other people succeed and we want to help each other and we want to like cheer each other on. And that's why like around the end of the year, I got really into watching people like share their goals, share their wins from the last year because you make these friends that You've never met in person, but you maybe you talk to on DM or you get on a call like this or something. And then like I really care about other people. And because I get to know you, I can share other things. And it's like that personability and that that the personal like relationship building stuff. Like to me, that that's what it's all about. And those are the people that you're always gonna, at least for me, if you care about like relationships and things like that, you're just always gonna go with the people that made you feel seen and they made you feel heard and you feel like, Oh, that's my friend. And I love oh, that yeah. about Twitter. And I, and I love that about like making friends, man. It's, it's cool. I always just want to be making friends so that I can give business to my friends and get business from my friends and all that. It's like, so much fun. Yeah. I mean, it sounds silly. It's not, it's like when people say like the inauthenticity of relationships, I, I my buddy told me about this when I, we become like fast friends, like this kind of people. I always have like, it's weird. Whenever I work somewhere, I'll have that one person I just crazy align with. And it's also like, yep. oh, we know it's like the Spider-Man thing. Like you're yep. me and I'm you. And it's like yep. super cool and intense. And um, 
my most recent one to act like these are projects. They're not. They're just friends. I was like, man, these are just cool. Like somebody I want to always hang out with. We're going to lunch tomorrow. And um, he told me like he just could not stand in authenticity. And we're just talking about how yep. do you bridge the gap between like that forced. He had said something like forced authenticity where someone tries to make you feel like you're connected to them. Then you're, you're really not. Um, yep. But when you find that like authentic we're both struggling with something, you know, we just started talking like, I just like that person. I like talking with them. They keep me energized. Um, I know I'm a kind of a hyper ball of energy. That's just my, my world, I guess, yep. but um, yeah. I'm that guy, but it's just like, you find these people you just pair with well and start doing that. And Twitter, it's just so weirdly cool to see a, it's like, I have this little small group of people. It's like 10 to 20 people that we just, it's not because I'm going, let's fake hype each other up. It's not a fake thing. It's just like, I just like what they're doing. I don't, unless some big scam scandal comes out that Nate or John are working on, I'm like, oh crap, yep. I got to distance myself. <laughs> like, unless yep. that comes out, I'm like, I'm just excited what you are working on and I want to see it. So if there, like you said, if, if there's a time of insertion where John's services that his business do and his team do are needed, I'm just going to be like, dude, give it to John. I don't care if there's like a better option out there. Screw yep. the better option. I'm putting in quotes. Yep. Let's just go with John. Cause like, I want that to work. Like I want him to do it. I want it to work. And I think that that ends up happening more because you've got this authenticity people just like, um, it's corny, but I used to always say this on Twitter before I changed my profile. I was like, I love working with people who love loving on people. Yep. <laughs> and so slingshot, we've been talking about that too. Like I want to work with people that, the commonality of slingshot customers are they love loving on people. Like that's their yep. focus. It's like, they yep. love loving on people and we want to make that really easy for them. So I think that's where that, it just replicates the authenticity you talked about. Oh yeah. And it, and I think you do that enough and it's pretty clear. It's pretty easy to tell, like to, to identify those that are faking it because I don't know, you see the people that like they're doing the Twitter for like, they're trying to like bump the followers or they're trying right. to really like, they're just really trying to sell something. And I don't know. It's just, that's hard for me because like, Oh, now, now you've made it kind of transactional. And that's the same thing I feel about like networking is I think the worst thing that like United States college unite, the colleges in the United States ever did to kids was turn networking into a verb. Like right. you got all these, <laughs> all these people graduating. They're like, Oh, can we network? Or, oh, we should network. Or like, I'm going to go network with that person. Dear Stop. God, Don't save me from that. Right? Go make yeah. friends with people. Go like, build meaningful relationships. And then those people that you're friends with, that is your network. Your network of friends and people that you know, people that you care about, people that like, it's not like, oh, we networked. Because guess what? That person that you networked <laughs> with, they don't care about you. They like, no. they're like, okay, that's a person in my network. We networked. That doesn't mean anything, but the person that's going to fight you know, for you. Yeah. Exactly. They're not, like, that's what, you're, they're not they yes. might be like, you might still end up like, there is a world in which you could historically network and grow your business, grow whatever, whatever you're trying to do that, that can work. But when you switch from business A to business B yep. to position C to retire, like whatever you're working on, it's like your thing. Yep. You, it's harder to carry that group of people through that fluidity, which is life. And I think like, for me, I have met people that my, my, my business mentor now is running an agency. Like he's not, he's not running anything what I'm doing. He's never built a SaaS. 
he's he's just he's just a president of a company, which is huge. He's not yep. an owner of a company. He's never built one, uh, for sure. But he knows the ins and out, outs of what you should and should not do when it comes to like concierge talking to people, not working with a certain type of person, really identifying your customer and your voice and all that. So like to me, I've not gone past him because now I have to have this new group of people. Like we've stuck together and he is incredible. I, I still consider him my business mentor and he is harsh. Like he is brutal. <laughs> I love I'll be honest. If someone's trying to help me and I ask it solicited, I want brutal feedback. Like I got to stop people like, John, that did not work out. Like it sucks. So you, you're free to do that ever uh, as well. <laughs> and so like, it's just like, if it's going to help me grow, it's really exciting to me. If somebody's being just brutal to be brutal, like I'm not in for that. And yeah, I think even last time we talked, it was funny. I had just been hit up by some guy who basically was trying yes, to- Yes, I, I remember. Yeah, yep. I'm not going to go into details now because he's still yep. he's still on Twitter. But he had basically <laughs> tried to create authenticity out of nowhere and got on the phone with me. I thought, he's like, I just want to meet you, man. One of these kind of things. Yeah. And um, I won't go into details also, but basically put me on- it was a Friday too. I remember telling you, it was like a Friday at 4.50. I was about to go hang out with my family. And he was like, yeah, let's just jump on for 45 minutes. I was like, okay, yeah. And my wife was cool with it. I'm like, I'm taking time with the family to do this. Yep. Now, now, you and I, it's, everybody's pretty much in bed now. But yep. it was like, this is part of my time with on the weekend. And he just put my company on blast. He put the things I was building on blast. He had never worked in the realm that I was working. He didn't know what building a logistical company looks like. And I just now, I mean, I'm still not there, <laughs> um, but building that on an international, we shipped to 60 countries this year, by the way, which yeah. is super cool to me Amazing. successfully. And like, it was just like, we've grown everything, but he didn't, he was just destroying me to cut me down to say, all right. And then at the end of that, he has the the gall to say, <laughs> I, want to, I want you to sign up for my, it was like 50 or for, I forgot what he said, like 10% or 15% of his company. It was something stupid. I want you to give me 10% of, my, of your company. If you do that, maybe it was like five. I can't remember. Um, if you do that, I'll let you be part of this cohort. And I'm like, no, <laughs> heck no. Like I was like, has he never interfaced with a human before yeah. here on earth? Yeah. Like, it was just so, are you, yeah. Are you, are you new here? Like you don't know how you an alien. Whole, yeah. I was just oh, so yeah. taken aback. I was like, no, nah, dude. And he's like, you're going to miss out. And that's the last time we talked. I was like, no, I'm good. And yeah, see, the authentic, not saying that's not authentic to him, but in the 95% of people I've had somewhat of an authentic relationship with, it's not, you don't go in unsolicited tearing each other down. You go in and try no. to like figure out what things are and you can absolutely help someone. I've done some stupid stuff where I need some harsh critique. Yeah. Um, but you, you kind of earn that with people, you know? Totally. There, well, and it was crazy. Clear, clearly like, when you go into something like that transactionally, and I think like that's that's the missing piece of it is like when you're going into a relationship where like you're networking and it's like, I'm going into this trying to get value. I'll give value and I'll get value. We know each other and now we have like we can have this transactional relationship where I can give right. you business and you can give me business. First of all, like I've ne I don't see that work very well. Like maybe it works sometimes, but I don't think it works very well. But second, you miss like half the point of being alive is like the joy that you get out of friendships. And right. like the fact that, I don't know, to me, I'm really easy to like make friends with people. So if we get on a call, we're friends. And so now that right. I, I think that we're friends and if I go to Atlanta, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to call you and I'll be like, hey, yeah. man, we're yeah. friends. We're, we're going to lunch. I might Everyone even be like, hey, can I, yeah, can I crash on your couch? <laughs> like we're friends yeah. now. And right. I just think like you miss out on all of it because like at the end of the day, like you have this network of people that you like met at a, at a mixer so that you could like 
sell your product to somebody that doesn't matter you're not going to be glad that's that you just did that. i mean honestly when you said that like like that's that stirs me up like the scary stuff of me going yeah. out trying to like i'm here like even um <laughs> i'm an extrovert by nature and if i've done all the little tests you take and all that stuff all my friends family would consider me like an extreme extrovert um but i am like deathly afraid of going to anything in which I don't have an anchor point, like someone in yeah. the room that I can just be around to talk. Like if I just go, I'm John, I'm here and I've got enough <laughs> stuff to offer. Like, I hate that. That's like a yeah. crazy dread to me. Um, yeah. Even my wife, we, we used to joke because um, we've been married for a while now, but like when we first got married, all of her friends were getting married. It was always a funny thing. I would mess with her about, cause it's like, next week we're going to this wedding and two months later <laughs> we're going to another wedding. It was like yeah. constant. And so she had all these friends and I was like, um, the reason I hate going to these is not because I don't want to be with you. It's I have to go sit at this table with all these people and go, cause she was in the wedding. So it was always me going, Hey, yep. how are you doing? What are you working on? How's it? How's it <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm like, and then I just want to walk away and just fall into like a cold river yep. or something. But so that's just not me, but I think I've loved how people have started kind of really shifting. Like what's, uh, what we all, and it sounds silly. We all, but what, we, what most people tend to think is now, the right way to do it. And I think yep. I've just moved into at least that group of people where I'm like, you know, let's just take it easy. Let's kind of fight for each other, um, make authentic relationships. The sales might not be like a sale. I made a sale, but I made a yep. relationship that usually leads to something, not because I've tried to get that. But of course, there's like, man, that would be cool if I could sell to that person. Of course, I would be a liar if I ever said that doesn't, doesn't come across my head. But it's more like I'm not going to fight and push that down somebody's throat. I just want them to know who I am, what we're working on. If they think that's super cool, um, I'm sure it'll come back around in some kind of way. And I think that's yeah. the way I've been doing it. It might be slow growth, um, but it's been really, really like we haven't lost a customer since last summer. Yeah. And I think that's just like mind blowing to me. Now we're not a huge, again, crazy growth company, but that's just, it just shows that we found something that people kind of like, you know what? I'll keep going. I'll keep going with those guys. I kind of like what they're doing, you know, whatever that yeah. is. Um, yeah. That feels kind of magical in a way. And it's because we've not forced it. Yeah. I've, it's, it's interesting that we, we started talking about this cause I've been a little bit in my job, like shifting more or starting to take on like some partnership type opportunities and meeting with potential partners and things like that. And it feels really natural to me because I like making friends. It's like really easy oh, to yeah. meet somebody somebody follows me on Twitter and I'm like, Oh, that's a, a healthcare startup CEO. I'll just message them and be like, Hey, let's hop on a call. That's easy. But then the outbound, some of the outbound stuff where like I'm in some communities and stuff and it's like, Hey man, like I'd love to learn about what you're doing. And I know in the back of my head, this like, also like, I want you to work with peachy. <laughs> right. There's like this yeah. conflict in me where it's like, I don't want to be the guy that's like, Hey, tell me about your business. And then you finish. And I'm like, well, here's how Peachy could help. I don't want to be that guy. And so I've, it's, I've been fighting it this inner battle. Right. Yeah. It's a tension. I think it's fair. I, 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 we've, I've, I've tried to get my, my brother. I mean, I know, I know you've talked to him, but he is yeah. so good at really distilling information. And we're, we're like, we're brothers, like brother, brothers. Like we're that extremely yep. close. I can tell him anything. We've, I've told him everything. And so um, he's my younger brother still. And I still like Jamie, just be brutal with me today. Like, tell me what's, what do you hate about this? We went through sales stuff today and, some plan planning and mapping, not like big vision casting, but like yep. we went through like the, the, the pitch deck just in the last week and our sales stuff, even signage around the office, like just being really silly, but like what's everything we can do passively 
Uh, we did a communication plan today um, with our new hire. It was incredible, or yesterday, incredible. And uh, like you said, we, we both, Jamie and I, have come to the point, like, you're not really faking authenticity when you have that tension, like, hey, Nate, I have no idea what you do. I really like to work with you, but I do want to know you. Like, you can be yep. both of those things. Like, I do yep. want to know you. And if, regardless if you care to work with us, which I would love, like, you can always, like, yep. in your head, be excited and overjoyed for that. Um, you can break through that tension and say, you know what? They know that I'm here to, yep. to, for something more than just a, hey, I need friends. Like, obviously, that's not the case. But <laughs> yep. I would also, you know, it sounds obvious, but I would also like to, um, this guy used to say this at switch, switch yards all the time because, companies would funnel in and out. It was kind of funny how they would, they talk big and then like had no customers and then run out of money constantly. Yep. Um, and if they're listening now, they're doing awesome. <laughs> they switched, but it wasn't their fault. It was just that people wanted to be part yeah. of it. He called it. He just, he would look at me and go startup theater. Like it was a theater people were putting on yep. to seem bigger. I'm like, we also have that type of theater in our minds, like, which is the tension that you're feeling right now. Yep. It's like, it kind of feels weird to do that, but people know, like they know something's up. So yep. the ma best thing to do is just make fun, almost like self-deprecate. Like, you know, I, I would love to work with you, but I really do want to know what you're about. Like, and yep. they'll, it helps break through that. Even they're like, cause you can't just create something out of nothing. There has to be something that connects you both. And I've just, Jamie and I've been talking, it's like, I've finally started to kind of break out of that. Cause I'm just like you in that, like, oh, but I don't want to, I, I don't want to mess with them. And I, and I, and I don't want to like force them down this road. And Jamie's like, you got to, they know why you're there. You could still yeah. have a relationship and friend just just burst through it. And he's just been really good to distill that like in our conversations. Like, all right, well, my sales plan is going to involve some scary, cold outreach. I had a, an <laughs> yep. hour and a half meeting with Intro CRM yep. the other night. That dude's awesome. He spent he spent a 30 minute call in an hour and a half because he's just like, let's just talk. And um, just like he was just showing me so much about like, cool, I can do this. I, John Howard, can do outbound. I didn't know I could do it. Like. I can yep. create like this thing. And so it's, it's attention for sure. Like you're doing partnerships. That's on my list. I don't know how to yep. do it. So I'll be leaning on you for that. Um, luckily yep. we're already buddies. So it's not going to be hard. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but it's scary. Yeah. yeah. It's a little intense. No, it, it's true. And and I think like the people that are good at partnerships that I've seen are like, just they, I, they're open about it very much like, Hey, I, I want to work with you, but then they still, they back it up with that personality of like, also, I'm not a dirt bag and I'd like to be a friend. And so I think nice. you're right. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Like I have a personality. I'm a person. I've, I I'm from around people. here. I'm nice. I can talk. Like just, exactly. Oh, those are like your 10% top 10% people. Skills. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Well, this has been, we're an hour in and it, the time just flies, man. Um, it really does. Yeah. We, which, which means we have nine minutes to, um, run through the lightning round. Are you ready? Do it. Okay. Usually I send people these questions beforehand. Um, oh, thanks, my, yeah, yesterday was my <laughs> birthday. So I just went to sleep at like 9 PM or like I slept. Happy birthday. Like Thanks. 25 now. Super old. Oh, wow. Dude, um, I'm like crazy old now. <laughs> like talking to like an elderly person. <laughs> um, well, I, I fell asleep on the couch at, or on my bed at like 830 after I put my kid to sleep. And then I woke up at like 10 and couldn't fall back asleep till like 3 a.m. So it was great. I was like, oh, I'm going to get a bunch of good sleep. Friday's going to be awesome. Nah, just your that, beat that, death. That, awesome. Yeah, that that nap. If I fall asleep before like 11 p.m., I wake up and I can't fall asleep. So 
Oh, when um, our kids are out of the house, it's like eerily quiet. And that's when I have like my nap that I'm like, what just happened? And I wake up like a zombie <laughs> yeah. and my whole like weekend's ruined. Even though it was a really the best sleep of my life. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. There's, there's this, this video I love. That's like the first person to take a nap probably took a nap and was like, Whoa, that was incredible. And then the next person was like, okay, I'll give it a try. And then they slept like way too long and they woke up right. and they're like pissed and they're Groggy. like disoriented. Yeah. yeah. Naps can get you or they can, they can yeah. like, I can't do a 10 minute power nap though. I'm not that guy. I'm like, yeah. I can't do the, like I'm just going to rest my eyes because it's good for me. And I've read about this. Uh, <laughs> my life. Like I'm not, I'm just like, I'm going. And whenever something wakes me up, I'm up whenever yep. I do these naps. So yep. it's rare, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel yeah. I I say all of this to get to the point that I didn't send this to you because yesterday <laughs> it, it really got out of hand. So I didn't bring a drink. So we're, we're yeah, we're even there. Yeah, totally. Right. Um, well, first question of the lightning round: What is a startup that you wish existed, or put differently, what is a problem that you wish somebody would start a company to solve? I have an incredible one offline. I can't tell you about online because it's so good. Yep. I'm one of those. I'm, and I don't even care about NDAs. It's just that good. Um, <laughs> yep. The second one, which is silly, that I also want to tackle is owned by unions. It's trash delivery. Just yes. tell me when you're going to pick it up. That's simple. Like just yeah. a simple thing like that. Tell me when a guy's going to be here. Don't let me go search for it. And then yep. I also thought about this cool idea is I, I've listened recently to the, uh, I can't remember that guy's name's podcast, but um, basically he was talking about how like all of the recycling stuff that you pay for is a scam. And okay. so I was like, how cool. Yeah. And that's what he said. So I don't know. He said like, they've all done this research. Like they don't even, it's too hard for the people to actually pull stuff out and prove that you've done it right in the can. Uh, so other than that, I thought it'd be really cool to do like a weight based um, can. So like what yeah. I, I pay for, I pay, like I pay for how well I manage the trash that week and yeah. it's weight based and it feels very transactional. And I just know when you're going to show up. Those two things I think would make an incredible startup um, and then make it feel clean. It sounds really silly, but make, make like the trash delivery, like kind of give it an overhaul, kind of a cool, like yeah. they show up, they're in and out, they're friendly talking to you. We have some, some in our neighborhood, we're switching to them actually that are like that, but you know, just those three things be an incredible startup. It would just be super fun and gross and yeah. fun. Like I think that world just seems like it'd be a fun thing to tackle. And I've really oh, yeah. got the whole business plan just because I do that. I get it out of my, me and Jamie, write it, get it out of our heads. And then we're moving on back to what we're focused on. So there yeah. you go. I love that. You, you'd be interested in the, so last week, well, last week I, this week I published episode five with Justin Goff. He's one of the co-founders of Ridwell and they do like recycling pickup, but they, it's oh, like no, all about, like, said it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's like, they do it. They do it very different. It's, it's every week. There's like a special, um, a special like reusable thing. So if you have like diapers, they'll be like, Hey, this right. week, like put diapers out and we'll take them to the local food bank or whatever that needs them. They'll like, if you have this thing that you're not sure about, like put it out there. They, they're really good about helping so you they know. Sort. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're very, that's the thing. Yeah. They have, they have a ton of like warehouse workers and they're very much about like, doing like recycling and reusability and sustainability better because it sucks right now. So they're pretty cool. You should check them out there. It's like, that's a, off. that sound, that sounds like they're moving in the direction that apparently most of the recycling uh, people do yep. not. <laughs> yeah. Which is yeah. the sorting. 
Yeah, Ridwell, Ridwell.com. Um, he's really cool. You, you, you guys would get along. Um, awesome. And and they're they're a cool company. So and they're also they're they're a few they're older than us, but they're still like it's a logistical business. So it's like really it's heavy and they're just, they're growing city by city and getting it all done. I and love that world. So that's me. It's hard. It's hard startups. Yeah. Like the SAS, the world that I live in of like FinTech healthcare, that kind of stuff. Like it's hard, but it's hard different than like having people to drive a vehicle and right. show up on time, different problems, different worlds, way hard. I've done both. And yes, I can say personally, not everybody's different, but personally, yes, that is much harder what I'm yeah. doing now then, but it's so much fun. So I can't. Oh on. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Next question. What is the last book that you read? Doesn't, you don't have to have finished I it. Just I don't read. read. So I, or yeah, listen I, I'm not, yes, I'm listening to, I bought, I just got five new ones, but the one I'm listening nice. to right now off a of podcast recommendation, I'm usually only listening to business stuff, which is funny, but I'm learning a lot, which is weird. So when I say this, it's American Kingpin. Okay. I just read that one. I just read it. Okay. Okay. Like, so like this year or last year, December. Yeah. It's dumb, but I'm learning not, not, I'm not advocating for anything that was done. I am. I, I just find cool little business, interesting things. Oh, yeah. out of Almost anything that has even a light touch. I was listening to the Lulu, LuLaRoe yep. scam documentary there. I was watching the whole, I've been watching all these documentaries recently, even something like that. I'm learning. Oh, that's cool. They did, they did scam people. They did do bad stuff. But yep. That was cool how they did this. Like, yep. it sounds dumb, but that's that's how my mind works. So yeah, oh, I listen yeah. to this like really devious, devious bad thing. I'm like, um, that's cool how he. And this is neat how. And it's stupid that I'm doing that, but that's that's the book that I'm listening to now. Oh yeah, about no, that. I that's a good book. I enjoyed it. You'll, right. When you finish it, you'll have to let me know because for sure, I, it's a crazy a lot of recommendations. Story. So that's yeah. why I'm in it. Yeah. Um, last movie. What's the last movie you watched? Oh, you're going to, what was it? The last movie that I watched that was new was the new Marvel one. Oh, Spider-Man. Good. You like it? Yeah. Oh yes. I I mean, emotions. I mean, I didn't, I didn't cry, but I was like, dude, this is awesome. And so my wife could care less about (laughs) anything. But she yep. loves Spider-Man. So we we tried four dates in which one of us got, we never get sick, but the last two months has been the same for everybody. We It got to us. One of us was sick or someone couldn't do something or the kids had to be picked up a certain time or we didn't have enough. Or one time the theater was sold out. We finally on our fourth try got to see Spider-Man. And so it was just so, so cool to be with my wife in that because we're like both. I'm a Marvel fan, like fanatic. Yeah. But she was just into Spider-Man and it, was, it brought the old sony characters yeah. and infused them into yeah. the story it was just awesome to me so yeah, yeah that was that so you're gonna hate me for this i haven't seen any of the the tom holland spider-mans none of them oh really and yeah i well, you'd love this I, one yeah i i but i saw on twitter today that andrew garfield's in it and i was like whoa 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 this is crazy i did like i did like the into the spider-verse like oh that was awesome Right. Blew my mind. I I went into it thinking this is going to be dumb. It's a Incredible. cartoon. What am I doing? Blew my mind. Like probably my favorite superhero movie ever. But um, it's so good that I've only heard good things about about the new Spider-Man. So I guess I'm going to have well, to there's just a Garfield Garfield scene that you're like, if you're going to take if you ever tear up in movies ever, which I have. Um, yeah, there is a scene 
I'm not going to say anything. There's a scene with him specifically that I was like, whoa, it kind of like caught me off guard all of a sudden. Yep. And I'm like, I didn't know that I would think that about this. And it was just like one of yep. those just cool. It's a lot of feel good stuff. Um, it, you don't really need to know Tom Holland, um, but I would recommend going to watch those two to kind of get a feel of who he is. Yeah. Um, and Civil War, Captain America Civil War. And they first bring him in. He's like this little kid. Um, yeah. You kind of need to see all those together before you go see this, but you don't need it. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to. Too many people have said that they liked it, that I'm going to have to just go back and it's watch great. all of them. So awesome. What is the last concert that you attended? Oh, this is forever back. And it's the best concert I've ever attended. Um, Hans Zimmer. Okay. I sat, yeah, I sat and didn't have to do anything. And, I, yeah. and like, I just got to sat and relax and he did things I didn't even know he did. He first <laughs> yep. out from Lion King, which I had no idea. I was like, right. ah, I said, yeah. Like just did the whole yep. like <laughs> big thing in front of the stage. I was like, whoa, he did that. And then like driving Miss Daisy, which I've never seen. But I was like, that's so cool. He's done that. And then all of a sudden he's like into all the new movies. And then he brings out the girl for uh, the Wonder Woman. She has the cello right there. It was like the, like it's a must go see. Yeah. Must go see thing. Like I'd love to see John Williams, but the energy at this, was just oh, yeah. phenomenal. It was just the, the most incredible thing. Man, that's that's I completely out of left field for me. I wouldn't have even thought to like go see someone like that in concert, but that does sound amazing. It's so well, I ran I'm, a venue. I'm bought. Yeah. In, in my past life. So I ran a okay. venue for six years. I was in a band for almost the same. And it just wore me out. Like, I don't care about, I didn't, after that, I didn't care about, I used to always go see concerts. I just didn't yeah. care. But when, when Hans Zimmer came, I was like, you sit and you get to watch him and you get to see all that. And it was just more mind blowing than I've ever been. I mean, he was just very relatable yeah. and just chatting with the, like the audience. It was just like, it's a must go see concert to me. Deal. Deal. I'll go I'm again. sold. I'm sold. Yeah. Okay. The last question and probably the funnest question. If you could have dinner with two people, one dead, one alive, who would you pick? It's the same dinner. So you're sitting around a table, three people, one dead guy, one alive guy, and you. Or gal. I'm, I'm going to have to go off the cuff because I don't really know what that is. One's like that obvious. And I think I would, I think it would be, it would be just like a stark realization. I'm a Christian. So, um, it sounds silly to say this Jesus, just because I would want to know, like, what pull away all of the, the stuff people talk about religion. This is really, yep. it's really detailed and deep. Yep. Just pull it all out. And I'm Southern. So like, you know, there's a lot of that infused down where I'm yep. at, but um, I love the church. I love people. So it doesn't matter, but pull all that stuff away. Just tell me like, what, what is the real thing? Like just yep. lay it on me. And I think I would be pretty, it wouldn't be just this. I don't think it would just be this happy, happy conversation. I think it would be really detailed. I'm like, Whoa, I'm like, missing some stuff here. I think I would find that out. So yeah. it'd be scary and daunting. So pairing somebody with that <laughs> would, would be hard. But uh I don't know, maybe like um I'm a fanatic of the Braves in the 90s. I like I knew all the stats. So maybe yeah. something like Greg Maddox. I've just heard he's hilarious. Like yeah Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, one of those guys just to talk about like the old days where they're like excited about it like not like where they're just like over it um yeah i've seen the michael jordan stuff i was just obsessed with michael jordan but i think i don't know if we we really connect because he's like we win we win or you don't like it was just a very harsh <laughs> yeah. environment yeah but i think it'd be fun to be like just uh 
talking to the Braves, but it's just weird. So juxtapose with Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the conversation would be super easy or I would oh, want to even eat. But yeah, I'm just curious, like if you took all the stupid stuff that we've layered on it for thousands of years, what do yep. you get? Like what's left? Oh, yeah. so that's interesting to me. Oh yeah. No, I, I mean, you can't, you can't go wrong with choosing Jesus to have dinner with. <laughs> Jesus like, and the Braves. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I, I'd pay money to see somebody make that into a movie with just John <laughs> Greg Maddox and Jesus sitting, having dinner. Like that, that's a movie I'd watch. Have you seen but, Breaking uh, Bad? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. The scene, which is one of my favorite scenes in any show when Jesse is sitting there while they're fighting and I'm not saying Jesus would be fighting with Tom Glavin, <laughs> but and he's trying to eat and act like everything's okay. And he just yep. did, like, that would be me going, <clears throat> and just trying to lean over, just trying to make it through. I think it would be, if, if I could make it more stoic and fun, it'd yeah. be neat to distill down what was told to me. Whether we'd make it through like a, a, a meal, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. That's a great answer. It's, this is by far my favorite answer, my favorite question I get to ask people. So. That's awesome. Perfect way to end it. Um, John, thank you so much for joining me. Um, if people are like, okay, I got to learn more about Slingshot, where where should they go? Use Slingshot.com, just like it's spelled. Use U-S-E Slingshot.com. Awesome. And I will link that in the podcast description or whatever. And if people want to connect with you, where's the best place to do that? Um, John at you slingshot just wants to be easy Perfect. and hit me up. I'm not, I'm not a bot or the weirdest thing ever. My handle is so hard. It's Howard C. John. So you're never going to remember that. You'll never learn yeah. how to spell it. So um, just John Howard slingshot. We're all, we're on Twitter. You'll find me on yep. there. Mixing I'll, I'll, I'll link it. I'll link it underneath too. <laughs> John's a good follow on Twitter. He's um, sharing good stuff. It's, it's, um, Twitter's a great place. Like I promise, it is really talk, talk to John on Twitter. I'm sh I promise he'll he'll chat back if you're we'll not like a terrible person or something. <laughs> if you're not mean to me for yeah. no reason, and then ask me to invest in something or invest in me, <laughs> in anyway, we're gonna be great. That's like the ninety nine point nine percent of people that live. So if you're that person, yeah, yeah let's talk. If you're if you're not one of the point zero one percent, exactly. Be great. There you go. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, John.